Welcome to Fusion Student Ministries. We hope this message equips and encourages you. All right, so how many of you are excited that summer is here? I think that's the most applause we've had in Fusion ever. Um, I know I am because I don't have to work. I'm a special education teacher, so now I am off for the summer, so that's lovely. Um, But let's all be honest. Whenever summer comes, we struggle to stay in routine, right? I mean, when you go to school, you have everything mapped out for you. You have your schedule. You wake up early in the morning, get dressed, go to school, eat lunch over there. You come back home. You do your homework. Maybe get to go outside and play. I don't know what teenagers do nowadays. Watch TV, I guess. Sleep. (laughs) Sleep is nice. Um, So we have that routine. So when we get into summer, we... Um, often gain about 10 pounds from eating all the food in our house, correct? Um, watch hours and hours of television, Netflix, right? Um, and pretty much stay the whole summer in our bed or on the couch. Does that sound pretty accurate? Yeah. Um, when you say it like that, sounds kind of boring, but in the moment, it's pretty appeasing. Um, so I want to look at the life of Job and parallel his walk with God and how we can apply it to our summer. So you're probably thinking, um, Job kind of has a rough life. What does that have to do with my summer? Um, I want to focus on his routine walk with the Lord, even whenever his season changed. Um, so let me start off by saying that the things Job's experience aren't nearly the same as having a summer vacation. Uh, just focus on more so his walk with the Lord and how he stayed faithful and had perseverance even through a season change. So I'm going to start in Job 1.5. When a period of feasting had run its course, Job would make arrangements for them to be purified. Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offering for each of them, thinking, perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. This was Job's regular custom. Job 1.5. So I want you to focus on the part that said this was Job's regular custom. So this shows us that Job has a routine, right? He has his particular custom that he does all the time. Um... And this is what he does until a little bit later that completely turns upside down. So we're going to look at verse 8. And this is a lot of scripture, guys, so bear with me. Um, so the Lord and Satan are having a conversation. That's normal, right? Um, so it says, Then Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There was no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. So I'm going to stop right there. Personally, I always want to be someone like Job, like someone who fears the Lord, who's an upright and blameless person, um, and who shuns evil, right? So can we all say that we want to be like Job? Okay, good. If not, then you might want to walk out because this is all about Job. Um, So it says, have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the work of his hand so that his flocks and herds are spread throughout the land. But now stretch out your hand and strike everything he has, and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, very well, then everything he has is in your power, but on the man himself do not lay a finger. Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. One day when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said the oxen were plowing and the donkeys were grazing nearby and the Sabians attacked and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword and I'm the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said the fire of God fell from the heavens and burned up the sheep and the servants and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. 
While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The Chaldeans formed three raiding parties and swept down on your camels and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword, and I'm the only one who has escaped to tell you. To tell you. While he was still speaking, yet another messenger came and said, Your sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine at the oldest brother's house, when suddenly a mighty wind swept in from the desert and struck the four corners of the house. It collapsed on them, and they are dead, and I'm the only one who has escaped to tell you. Job 1, 8, 10 through 19. So we can see by the scriptures, right, Job had his normal routine, his normal customs, then literally everything in his life turned upside down. His routine was completely shattered, and now he's in a new season, a season of mourning, a season of having lost his children, having lost everything that he had. So Job's routine is completely uprooted, and from this point forward, Job continues to have many events disrupt his daily life and definitely change his routine. So I want to say, although circumstances may turn your life upside down, circumstances don't have to turn your character upside down. So this leads me to the title of my message, Go Green This Summer. What does that have to do with anything? I will explain. All right, so now let me just say, when I say go green, I'm not talking about recycling or taking like five-minute showers, which recycling is good for the environment. Five-minute showers are not okay for the environment, so don't do that. Um, but I'll be talking about five ways to stay in routine this summer. But before I start, I want to point out the actual Go Green campaign with the recycling and everything. That's a lifestyle. It's often used to describe the way someone lives. So I hope that at the end of this message that this will be your goal, that you use these five steps for your summer, but ultimately that you continue to carry them out in the fall, in the winter, in the spring, and continue them as a lifestyle. So let's dive into these five steps. So the first step of going green is get up and get moving. I could be like a little pop star, you know, like we could do, you could all get up and dance with me. Yeah, no. Okay, never mind. All right, how many of us like to chill out during the summer and take it easy, right? Yeah. It's a good thing to want to rest and take some time off to relax, but it's not healthy to stay stagnant for long periods of time, and I feel like that's often what summer brings. We stay on the couch pretty much the whole summer. So we see that even though um, Job just had all of this terrible news brought to him, I'm going to go to a scripture, Job 1.20. It says, at this, Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head. This is after he just heard all of this terrible news. And I want to focus on the part where it says he got up. Um, he didn't stay stagnant. He didn't stay sitting down. He didn't stay lying down. And if anyone had a reason to just lie down in bed and do absolutely nothing, it was Job, right? We have more of a reason to get up and get moving than he did. And another scripture states, Proverbs 12, 24, Hard workers will become leaders, but those who are lazy will be slaves. I personally want to be a leader. I don't want to be a slave. Now, let me just say this. I know summer is a time to relax, so I'm not bashing, like, taking a day off and relaxing. Like, that's good for you. It's good for mental health and all those different things. I'm just saying for long periods of time, it's good to keep active and to keep moving. So this summer, let's not be lazy and waste away on our couches. Let's get up and get moving and be proactive like Job did. All right, the second part of going green is R, read your Bible. Every time it comes up, I'm just going to do a little dance. All right, so there isn't a scripture about Job reading the Bible, but there is one where it talks about him worshiping. So I'm going to continue the scripture in Job 1, 20 through 22. 
It says, at this, Job got up and tore his robe and shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground in worship and said, naked I came from my mother's womb and naked I will depart. The Lord gave and the Lord has taken away. May the name of the Lord be praised. And all this Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. So Job just had all of this crazy stuff happen to him. He lost everything. Job could have easily stayed stuck in his circumstance. He could have tried so many different things to comfort himself in his time of need, but instead he decided to worship the Lord. And that's the importance about reading our Bible and worshiping the Lord on a consistent basis. We become dependent on God. And when we become dependent on God, nothing else in this world can satisfy us except him. So that's why even during the summer, even though it's a summer break and we're getting off for vacation and all those different things, we need to continue reading our Bible. We need to continue searching in his scripture and praying and worshiping. You don't want to get out of that habit if you're not already in it. Um, and not just doing it at church, but doing it at home, finding that private time between you and the Lord on a daily basis. Um, I heard on a podcast one time, podcast, podcast, I heard on a podcast one time that God provided manna every day for the Israelites. And if someone would store up manna for the next day, it would become molded and full of maggots, basically uneatable. God was trying to teach the Israelites that they needed to depend on him every single day. We need to learn the same lesson. We need to seek the Lord every day in order to be satisfied. We can't have yesterday's manna. We can't have yesterday's bread. We can't have yesterday's leftovers. We need to seek God every single day. What am I on time? Okay. Um, the next step in going green is E, envelop yourself with good friends. I struggled with this E forever. <laughs> I know I wanted to have good friends, but you know, that doesn't have an E at the beginning of it. So I found the word envelop. Envelop means to surround yourself completely with, wrap up, or cover. All right, so I'm going to read a scripture from Job 2, 11 through 13. It said, when Job's three friends, Eliphaz the Timonite, Bildad the Shubhite, and Zophar the Namathite, hard words, heard about all the troubles that had come upon him. They set out from their homes and met together by agreement to go and sympathize with him and comfort him. When they saw him from a distance, they could hardly recognize him. They began to weep aloud, and they tore their robes and sprinkled dust on their heads. Then they sat on the ground with him for seven days and seven nights. No one said a word to him because they saw how great his suffering was. Job 2, 11 through 13. Now, I never want to take a scripture and then not give the rest of the story. So there is later in scripture where his friends kind of don't give him good advice and they're not exactly the best friends that you should have. But I'm using it for this instance. So, um, but in this moment, his three friends who were close to him came and they encouraged him. They, they just encouraged him by being there with him. And they were present and they empathized with him with everything he had lost. So, I want to say sometimes during the summer, we may seclude ourselves, right? We may just want to have that chill, like, hey, I see people all day long at school. I just want to be by myself for a little while, which sometimes is good to kind of back off a little bit and have some me time, I guess. But it's not good to completely isolate yourself either, especially from your friends and family. So I just want to encourage you this summer to make connections with your close friends, make connections within this youth group. We have so many people in this youth group that you could just get connected with. Step out of your comfort zone and go and talk to somebody that you've never talked to before. 
I encourage y'all to just do that this summer. Meet new people and share the Lord with them, right? Um, so just like Job had these friends for him whenever he was in his suffering, um, last year um, I got in a wreck about two years ago, and so they wanted me to go do an MRI, and some of y'all heard, heard this story. Um, so when I went to the MRI, they called me back maybe like three days later, and they told me that they saw a tumor um, in my abdomen. And the first thing you think of when you think of a tumor is like, oh, my God, I'm going to die. I have, like, stage 5 cancer. It's, like, the worst it's ever been. Um, so immediately I just wanted to isolate myself. And now I, had, I hadn't gotten the new uh, – I had to go get an ultrasound. So I hadn't gotten the ultrasound yet. I hadn't heard any other news besides it. But I immediately just wanted to isolate myself from anybody and just be left alone. Um but my loving husband encouraged me to text our friends, to tell them to be praying and um, give words of encouragement and all those different things. And I'm so glad he did because I had those friends that were there with me through it all. And it was only like a weak thing, but just that scariest moment of your life, not knowing what's going to happen, having those friends to be there for you, not necessarily giving you advice, but just to be present and to show that encouragement, show that they're there, and empathize with you whenever you're going through something. That's what good friendships are about, and that's what you need to envelop yourself with those good friends that are going to take care of you. They're going to be there for you and be present. So make sure you prioritize friendships this summer. Don't just stay on the couch watching TV. Invest in your friendships. Invest in those people that God may be calling you to step out and to go talk to. All right, the next step is another E, engage with the Lord. Now, um, I know I already talked about like reading your Bible and worshiping, and all those things are engaging, praying with the Lord. But I want to talk about engaging in the sense of being completely vulnerable with the Lord. Um, engaging with him like you would with a best friend. Um, so me and Jonathan are married, right? So I tell him everything. Like, whenever I had a bad day, I'm going to go home and I'm going to tell him. If I had a good day, I'm going to go home and I'm going to tell him. Our relationship with God should be like that best friend slash boyfriend, girlfriend bond that you have with someone, right? You should be able to tell God everything. You should be able to share your faults. You should be able to be vulnerable. You should be able to tell him your mistakes, share your praise reports and your accomplishments. And, of course, God knows everything already. But just to have that one-on-one -on -one time with him and share everything that's going on in your life. And Job did this so many times in the Bible. There were countless amount of times where he not only shared like God, like in the previous scripture where he's like, God, I'm not going to forsake your name. But there was also times whenever he was just so down with everything that had happened and he was so real with God. He got before God and he's like, this is messed up. I shouldn't have to go through this. I'm a man of honor. I'm a good man. I've done all the things that you've asked me to do. I've obeyed your commands. And so we need to engage with God just like this. It doesn't always have to be a pretty picture, a pretty face that you have to go before the Lord and say, everything's great. Sometimes we go through stuff. And so God is a God where he enjoys hearing every little detail about your life. All right. And then the last one I have is the N, never break commitments probably going to end kind of early today, but that's okay. Um, never break commitments. So Job could have easily turned away from the Lord. He could have threw in the towel. He could have broke his commitment to serving the Lord, right? There were so many things that happened to him that 
he could have easily just given up, but he didn't. He kept his commitment to the Lord. He trusted him even in the midst of everything going on. And he was rewarded overly and abundantly for it. So I'm going to read in Job 42, 10 through 17. It says, after Job had prayed for his friends, the Lord restored his fortunes and gave him twice as much as he had before. All his brothers and sisters and everyone who had known him before came and ate with him in his house. They comforted and consoled him over all the trouble the Lord had brought on him. And each one gave him a piece of silver and a gold ring. The Lord blessed the latter part of Job's life more than the former part. He had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, a thousand yoke of oxen, and a thousand donkeys. So this is like their livelihood back then. So like for him to have all of this means he's basically rich. And he also had seven sons and three daughters. The first daughter he named Jimima, the second Keziah, and the third Karen Hapush. Nowhere in all the land were there found women as beautiful as Job's daughters, and their father granted them an inheritance along with their brothers. After this, Job lived 140 years. He saw his children and their children to the fourth generation. And so Job died, an old man and full of years. So this summer, if you've made a commitment, whether it's to God, whether it's to yourself, whether it's to someone else, please keep it. Please try and keep it because you can see Job was awarded over and abundantly for keeping his promises to God. And even, um, so as I mentioned before, his friends that he had, they didn't give him the best advice, right? And God actually scolded his three friends for how they treated Job and for the advice that they had given him. And so they told, uh, God told the three brothers or the three friends to go to Job and ask him to pray for him. And Job was obedient to that. And if you think about it, if someone is just giving you terrible advice and they've, Ridic not ridiculed you, but just been very blunt and very honest with you, would you want to sit there and pray for them and bring, like, blessings on them? And so even in that moment, he was committing to the Lord, and he was committed, he had commitment to his friends. So, um, and I want to leave you with one last scripture before we close. First Kings 8.61, and may your hearts be fully committed to the Lord our God, to live by his decrees and obey his commands as at this time. All right, so lastly this summer, be committed to what God has commanded you to do and committed to growing with him. So in what way can you go green this summer? So can we put that last slide up? The last one. No? It's okay. <laughs> this is my last slide. There we go. All right. So green. You see how I did that? Go green. G-R-E-E-N. Can we spell? Yeah. Okay. All right. So go green. Um, in what way can you go green? Is it maybe during summertime you usually don't get up and you don't get moving, you stay on the couch? Um, is it reading your Bible? Have you been slacking in that area, worshiping and praying to God? Has that been a priority in your life? Um, enveloping yourself with good friends. I know I put with just friends there, but with good friends. Is your friendships helping you, encouraging you, being present with you whenever you need them? Um, engage with the Lord. Be vulnerable, being honest with the Lord. Sharing your faults, sharing your mistakes, but also sharing the good things that are going on in your life. 
or breaking, never breaking commitments. Have you been breaking some commitments late, lately? Have you been telling people you're going to do something and you don't follow through with it? Have you been telling God you're going to be active in doing this? Or have you been faltering in that? Um, so I want to do one last thing before we go. So underneath your chairs is a note card and a pen. So what I want you to do is, and we can kind of put some, like, I don't know, nice music on. Um, I want you to write down one of these points that basically hit a nerve with you, whether it's getting up and moving more this summer, reading your Bible and worshiping with the Lord, enveloping yourself with good friends, engaging with the Lord, or never breaking your commitments. In which one of these areas can you improve? And if there's more than one, that's fine, too. I want you to write it down, and I want you to write one way that you can be proactive and apply this to your summer. So, for example, for reading my Bible, I know I might have a problem with that. I feel like I've gone way downhill when it comes to reading my Bible. So I'm going to set a particular time, I'm going to set a particular place, and I'm going to do that every day. So write that on your car. Be as, I don't know. So let me explain this. I have this passion planner that I have. And it tells you to be like so in detail of everything that you're going to do to make that goal happen. So that's basically what I want us to do. I want this to be an application to our lives. Somebody's like giving me a beat here. Um, So pick one of these and then write down a way that you can apply it to your life and how you're going to make that happen. And I'll give us a minute and then I'll close. Alrighty, looks like pretty much everyone's done. So, we all stand with me. Y'all gonna get out pretty early tonight. Y'all can go socialize and make friends a priority, right? Because that's what we learned tonight. Alright guys, I just want to pray over y'all and pray for this summer. Pray that y'all are able to use these tools. Hopefully God touched on something in your hearts tonight and that y'all are able to use this and apply it to your summer. So, God, I just thank you for tonight. God, I thank you for all the goodness, all the good things you have given us, Lord. Lord, just as Job proclaimed you to be his God, even whenever everything else was going awry and whenever things and circumstances were coming against him, Lord, he still chose you. And so this summer, I pray that we choose you. I pray that this is the overall line theme of the message is that we choose you this summer. We choose to get up and move and to be active for you, Lord God, that we we choose to read our Bibles. We choose to engage with you. We choose to have good friends who are going to be there with us, encourage us, help us reach you and get closer to the Lord, Lord God. God, I pray that you are helping us to not break commitments this summer, Lord God. I pray that you're helping us to stay steadfast and perseverant during this summer, Lord God. God, I pray over each and every student. I pray over each and every leader in this place, Lord God. I just pray that you would touch each and every one of them with your goodness, with your grace, with your favor this summer, Lord God. I pray that you are revealing things this summer that are just overwhelming and so exciting for the future and the things that you have for us, Lord God. God, I just pray that you help us to engage with you this summer, to be more like you this summer that after the summer's over that we can look back and see how you've moved in so many ways, just like you moved in Job's life, that you are going to move in our lives like you did in his, Lord God. 
God, I just pray a blessing over each and every student. I pray that your favor and your goodness will go with them as they leave this place, Lord God. And as we close, I just pray that if any of you in here need prayer for any of these things, if you feel like, man, I just can't reach that goal. I feel like I'm, I've been struggling with this goal for a while. I feel like I just can't engage with the Lord. I feel like I'm breaking my commitments and I just can't stick with them. Whatever it may be, any one of those five points. Lord, I just pray that the students would feel led to come up here after service. I pray that their hearts would be reunited with you again, Lord God. And I just pray that you would just flood this place with your presence as all these students are leaving here tonight. God, I thank you. I honor you. And I thank you for this opportunity to even share this message. Praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Again, thanks for joining us. For more info on Fusion, you can check us out on Facebook or Instagram.